Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? It's your boy, the number one fuckboy, John Gabris, back with another episode of High and Mighty. Today, I get to talk about my personal favorite cuisine, sandwiches, mm. with a friend and sandwich enjoyer slash aficionado slash comedian slash quasi-food personality? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take quasi-food personality. That's as much as I'm willing to commit food to Food quasi-personality, yes. not, not quasi-food. Yeah, I am just a shell. I got nothing inside. <laughs> Max Silvestri. Max, What's up, Gabris? Thanks so much for coming to the HeadGum Studios to do this shit. Thanks for uh, having me, being such a fuckboy. I mean, it's <laughs> tough when you listen to a podcast, you might not be able to tell... That this guy is straight up fuckboy, and I've you know seen him fuck. I've seen people fuck him. I've watched it. I've paid. I get it for free. I'm obsessed fucks. with the term fuckboy. So I don't. <laughs> I, I'm not a hundred percent on how what it means. Yeah, me you know? Like I thought it was just like kind of like a I don't know like a hot, messy, slutty, sexy person that like. But then someone was like, "Oh no, fuckboy is like an insult." I, was I like, think what? a fuckboy is like a black douchebag. Really? I feel like it's like a derogatory term. I thought it started in gay culture as like, oh man, we I'm an idiot. I just maybe the eye threw me off. Oh hey, boy. You know what? Actually, we're gonna shift. We're gonna do uh sandwich episodes gonna come yeah. out next week. Welcome to the premier fuckboy podcast. <laughs> we talk about what fuckboy means, what in different cultures that we don't know about. Uh, and as usual, we are completely uninformed and we yeah. are not allowed to look at our phones. <laughs> I make a lot of guesses about people by looking at them. <laughs> Welcome back to Judging Books by Their Covers <laughs> with Max and Gabrus. Uh, uh, so, Max, we first met doing a comedy... Well, we, we sort of had mutual friends because yeah, we were yeah. comedians for a while, but then we did a pilot for Comedy Central together called Ideas. Ideas. Which, uh, I mean, I feel like it exists in legend in like New York comedy development circles that we never got to take it anywhere. I mean, do you want to explain it? Yeah. Well, we get, it's 
it was mi- it was MythBusters, but for weed. Yeah, for weed idiots. Like if you if the MythBusters guys were high and had no information, <laughs> right, uh, right, and no skills, no skills whatsoever. <laughs> like, so they picked three middling uh, <laughs> up and coming comedians in New York. They picked three stoners who were funny and also could work for twelve hundred dollars. Yes, six weeks. <laughs> yes, did not quite know enough about the business to realize that uh, you're not supposed to write things if you're doing a show. You're only being paid to host. Um, but it was like this show where we just were like, uh, how do dinosaurs sleep? And then I think Noah talked to children. Noah also talked to... We Noah also Garfinkel, who's uh, a writer on uh, New Girl, has written for Kroll Show. Another Hilarious funny comedian. dude, future yeah. guest of this podcast. So great. We should have Noah... We should do me, you, and Noah and just rehash. We should just have an episode of hi- New Ideas. That'd be have. fantastic. I mean, I feel like <laughs> we're all in a position we could... I've heard... Did you hear that they're trying to bring it back? We got to do it. It's I mean, got to be us. It's we should get EP credits or whatever. I don't. I don't want to be in it. I mean, come on. At this point, that was six years ago. Or I want to get paid to get stoned and eat gourmand pizza at your house yes. and write ideas. Yes. <laughs> uh, everyone has inside jokes with their friends. Yeah. Max, Noah, and I aren't even like Max and Noah are better friends. I'm sort of friends with these guys, but we've had an inside joke now for six years. Yeah. <laughs> and I still don't really. I think we were so high at my house, because basically we were like, well, we have to write ideas for the show, so let's smoke a lot of pot and eat a lot of food. I mean, this is a show about having high high, high ideas. <laughs> and it was, by the way, the worst way to go about it. No, doing- God. Our, I feel <laughs> yeah, like... Because do, do you remember what it was? It was like, Monday morning, you guys need to bring in a script. Scripts. And Sunday night, we ate pot cookies, yeah. smoked weed, and then started writing. And yo, we could not even read what we wrote No, we sent day. a Google Doc with like five <laughs> bullet points. Like, no, no, we need to give a script to the network. And we're like, no, it's all there. Pretty much. <laughs> the, the people that we're... The, we were working with was like, what the fuck does this even mean? Also, <laughs> like, we didn't know that we, we were just like, but you just need to give them something. We had ideas in there that literally meant nothing. But the, I remember there was something that was just like a joke. I was like, and then Noah sips from a giant margarita glass. Yeah. We show up the day we're shooting, and there's just like this sweaty PA that's like, I found it on the Upper West Side. It was a giant margarita glass. And we were glass. like, what is this What is for? that for? She's like, you said he sips. I'm like, oh, no, that was, that was not a real idea. <laughs> she clearly had like, taken cabs across town. Be like, this isn't big enough. This isn't big enough. We are the other side of her nightmare story. Yeah. Um, uh, so the inside joke is we said at some point we decided that you could put your fingers up each of each wait what was it i think it was like we forgot how words worked and we were like each of each other's but like we couldn't remember how to say each of each other's buttholes like each we, we each put our, our we each put our fingers <laughs> on each other each of our other <laughs> yeah each of our other's buttholes yes. is what it was yes. and so we said that chother's buttholes <laughs> and we were obsessed with the word chother's chother's and i think we then sent that to like comedy central executives <laughs> who thought they were going to get like a final draft pdf or whatever and we, they got like a google doc that says chother's buttholes <laughs> <laughs> giant margarita glass and uh, butter bike was the other thing i remember butter <laughs> a bike that churns butter while you ride it and leaves a trail of butter behind you <laughs> <laughs> and we also invented the locos tacos yes i mean to be fair the one great idea we had that didn't come so so the the show to give you the quick catch up was like there was a website where people basically could submit like it was like, like reddit but reddit for, for stoner yeah, ideas yeah yeah and one idea a week. So you could ask genuine questions. Like people would be like, I wish there was a machine that made me do something that my mom wouldn't find out I'm high. It was right, like clearly yeah, teenagers. Yeah. But we had one idea that was like, why can't you make a taco shell out of Doritos? And now look, we could have been. That is like the biggest product ever. We could have had Loco De Nero, <laughs> brother. <laughs> 
We could be making that loco dinero. <laughs> that loco dinero. <laughs> and I feel like they said, no, well, we can't. We don't have the money to make. Right. Because we went to, like, we went and met with that food scientist. We went, yeah, we met with a food scientist who made burrito tape, which was the right. other invention we wanted to make. God. Which didn't was, he, like, wrap a burrito in chicken skin? And then deep fried it. And yes. we all ate it. And it was fucking it awesome. Was <laughs> you know, that guy's, like, famous now, too. Is he? Yeah, he. Um, everyone broke. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Noah writes for New Girl. Me and you do this podcast with each other <laughs> once. <laughs> We've got this right now. I'm sitting on a nice ass couch. John's we got fuck boy. <laughs> we got fuck boys. <laughs> got that fuck boy money, uh, which is that I'm sitting on someone else's couch. Uh, um, yeah, he. It's a guy. There's this like famous cocktail bar now that was a spinoff of Momofuku Sam in New York called Booker and Dax that does all these crazy like they use like torch guns and stuff. And that is that guy. And he now has like a cookbook and like oh awesome, he's gigantic now. Oh, I'm gonna go to there when next time I'm in New York and bring it up. Dave, whatever doesn't matter. But the point <laughs> is, it was all it was at the start of something. And, yeah. and uh, none of it was what we like, thought the, our dream job was gonna be. I was like, I can't wait to tell my mom I have to smoke weed for a living. Oh my god, I was so excited, <laughs> though nervous at the time to tell my dad about that like what does ideas mean like i mean it was the first pilot i'd ever it was like this is amazing like i'm doing thing for comedy central yeah we really thought it was going to be cool and it turns out it wasn't but the thing that i got out of it was a friendship with you and noah yes and uh we found out we all love weed and food yeah to this day do you still like weed and food i haven't kept up with you is that part of your brand (laughs) hey remember our other podcast judging books by their cover I'm a 33-year-old yeah. man in a Rick Ross t-shirt, camo cargo shorts, a backwards hat, Toms. Sometimes <laughs> and, covers are right. And I'm, 90, and I'm 90 pounds overweight. <laughs> you look fantastic. Thank you. I feel no. awful. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm having a smoothie to undo what I did to myself last night. What did you do to yourself last night? I ate 40 wings from Hoagies and Wings at really? midnight <laughs> to the dome. I think oh, I ate 38 because I didn't finish a couple of them because they were like weird. <laughs> Wait, what's hoagies and wings? Is that like a late it's night? It's like a little like uh, shithole delivery place, but their wings are pretty damn good. And they have like 10 different sauce options. Oh, so wow. you can get like, I got 40 wings, you get like uh, 10 of diff- uh, four different sauces. I've been very impressed, you know, like your brand online, I mean, it's an extension of you. There's a <laughs> lot of talk of like, I'm going to, you know, it's time to get delivery and smoke pot and play video games <laughs> to my dome. You're a very busy guy. You have like two TV shows you're on and one you're developing or whatever. You have to write it. It's your job to write it. I know how hard that is. Yet you have time to do a lot of things I wish. There's nighttime when I definitely should be like working or cleaning my apartment right, or right. exercising. <laughs> like I, I take out a lot of other things out of my schedule. <laughs> brushing my teeth. Right, you know, right, right. I, I free up a lot I of time. I find th- the time. I find the time. You just delete a lot of the stuff that people take for granted that they do. You just have to, yeah, you just have to reprioritize and put smoking yeah. weed, video games and eating above, you know, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Totally. No self-actualization changing here. your socks that's probably 40 <laughs> seconds a day added up over a year you know you got a lot yourself, of time. yeah you got yourself five hours that's a mission in metal gear solid <laughs> phantom pain come on <laughs> so we're here today to talk about sandwiches and and this I, is like so great for me because i just moved to la a month ago so like i was someone who felt like they understood the new york sandwich map and i'm a little bit little bit lost out here right so it's there's there's goods there's great sandwiches out here so we can talk about some of our favorite new york sandwiches some of our favorite la sandwiches and some of our just like sandwich hacks or whatever if we yeah. make our own because you make your own sandwiches I'm a assuming. lot yeah. a lot yeah yeah um so f- first off why do why do we like sandwiches why when i said hey you should come on the podcast and talk about sandwiches why did we know why did i know you were going to say yes and why were you like why were why would we want to talk about sandwiches? I think we both know that they are like 
they are truly like the most efficient way to combine ingredients and slam them into your mouth yeah. in like a satisfying <laughs> way. There's such, there's so much texture. There's so much variety of what you can do. Also, the first time I ever ran into you in LA. <laughs> All right, this is. I it. hadn't seen you in like a year and a half, probably. I was visiting LA like maybe two years ago. You hadn't been here that long. No, it was. I was. I was new here. But yeah. I was parking on like a random street in West Hollywood. It was like a residential street, and I was going to meet someone. Of course, at like they were like, "Can you mind meeting? I'm vegan until 6 p.m." I was literally going to the, that place like M Bistro or whatever but next to M Bistro is uh it's It's all about about the bread bread, which is a great uh LA sandwich spot and I uh, I've since had it and it's amazing but I was like (laughs) I'm here in LA for a week I have to go meet someone at like a vegan cafeteria and I'm walking and I see you coming toward me with a foot and a half of sandwich in a bag. And you're like, I live near here. It's all about the bread. And you're like, high five yeah. me and walked. It was like, that's Gabrus. <laughs> that was such a great interaction. And then you emailed me later or texted me after about it. And you were like, I love that when I see you on the street, you're holding a giant hoagie and say it's all about the bread. And I'm and you didn't at the time didn't know that was the name of the restaurant. That was the name of the restaurant. I just thought it was like your catchphrase. You know, like you open up your collar, you're like you have a button up shirt and you open it up, you've got a t shirt that says it's all about the hey, bread. It's all about the bread. And which brings us to a good. This is a good talking point. Yeah. Bread is what makes or breaks a sandwich. It really does. It, it really re- does. Because like you can have pretty solid chicken parm at like five different places, but the bread will fucking kick it up. Yeah, and it's crazy time. how so many places that like put a lot of thought into ingredients and assembly just whiff it so hard on the bread, like yes. not realizing what pairs with what, or just be like, I've got this amazing. It's a ham and butter and cheese sandwich, and it's on like stale baguette Rye, that you yeah. can't b- bite into and it just it's like no that's not what that's for you need like a little give i hate that bread that's like uh french bread or like baguette that's like pointy at the top yes. and it's like sharp yeah. and you have to like maybe even like scrape the top down so you don't destroy <laughs> your mouth and gums so i mean my sandwich you know my i'm italian american uh so my sandwich the, like i like i only like real crunchy bread when you when it's basically a vessel a for sauce. absorbing, yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. like, I grew up like eating like leftover sandwiches from like chicken parm, eggplant parm, meatballs. Like we always had that in the house. So that's that's when you want like the flaky bread, yeah, bread bowl style. I mean, right, basically, yeah. it's just like a long you want <laughs> like it a bread be, tube because yeah. those and those those hard rolls and like those flaky rolls can handle sauce. Yes, they can and, carry and they can sauce. get gooey. You know, like they got such a tough bottom that they yeah. like don't like flop apart. You can't do like, can't do like do like a do like a sauce just like, like drink uh, drip through and like. Yeah. You'll get that the 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 arch nemesis of sandwich eaters is that bite that shoots the, the thing pushes out the it out the back. Oh man, <laughs> pooping the sandwich out the back. The you gotta, oh yeah, when you got with one hand, you got to put your other hand out just to catch it. You got to do like a reach around and take two fingers and jam the fucking into the chother's butthole of the sandwich. Chother's buttholes. <laughs> See now You're the whole world is welcome holding into a our... hoagie like a dong. Yeah. with your fingers behind it, put blasting it, it and in. just jamming it in your mouth. <laughs> You're giving like a rusty trombone to a sandwich. I feel like this must exist. There must be like a little, like a like a sandwich condom that fits on the back. It just rolls on the back so that it can't shoot out. Like Ideas, a little uh, <laughs> shit, man. We should get involved well, with that show. We're brilliant. So, some some places will give you that. Like gyro places are pretty good at that. Like they rip are. the top off the yes. tin foil and it's still got that. You could get that. Like you get that street fair or that yes. that uh, right. baseball game kind of sandwich yeah. holder too, which would be the ostensibly the condom. But I hate when you finish your gyro or whatever, and in the bottom is like some lamb, but like the the, the diluted tzatziki sauce, and you're like, oh, am I gonna drink this out of a tinfoil cup? I, I mean, I have no dignity about. I mean, I feel like if I were to ever run for 
like office, which I never would. I would not be afraid of any like offensive, dumb things I said online or stupid comedy skits. I'd be afraid if there was video of me eating alone in a way that I don't think anyone can see me. Like the way, the speed and disgustingness with which I'll eat (laughs) when I don't think anyone's looking. And I just moved to this new house in LA and like, there's windows above the kitchen sink, which is like <laughs> which when I'm home alone. Your meals. Yeah. That's just, you know, who needs a plate when you just have a trough underneath <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Just run the water. Yeah. And who needs napkins when you can just wash your hands? <laughs> I've got the, uh, the uh, what's the, the garbage thing? disposal? The garbage disposal, yeah. It's just running while I eat. <laughs> <laughs> just food falling out of your mouth, shredding in there. But I was like eating a, like a sandwich, but literally like I had just made it and I like was putting more... Mayo. Like mayonnaise on it with a knife as I ate it. Like I was. Oh, the mayo bites. <laughs> the mayo bites. Like, I know that all too well where you squirt a mayo on where, I, where you're going to take the next bite. <laughs> so we had just moved in like two days earlier and I, I didn't think we were street level. There's hedges, but we're a little higher. And our neighbors, this lovely couple new, newly married, they're like have the same landlord and we met them the first day and they're so sweet. And like, we should all get drinks together. She had just come out of her car and I'm like looking up from like the grossest bite. Like <laughs> lettuce is just falling from my mouth. It's like, I don't even care if I miss some, the sandwich is so big, it's just like throwing it at the thresher. Yeah, it's or like the wood chipper, it's yeah. like spraying <laughs> all over. And I sort of like, you know, I look up, but not to look out the window, but almost just like as a gasp of breath, you know, like I just, my eyes open up a little like bit. Like swimming when you gotta take that one yeah. breath straight. My head's just coming up for air. <laughs> and she, I see her and recognize her, and I see that like, she was getting out of her car, like coming home, and like was starting to smile at me in a way that's like, oh, it's new neighbor Max, but like, <laughs> It became so clear the like sh- like how sh- embarrassed she was to see what I was yeah. doing, and that she knew you didn't want. Uh, yeah. It like became voyeuristic, you know. Like I shouldn't, <laughs> even though there's a kitchen window, he has clothes on. I feel like I'm seeing something oh, I'm not oh, supposed sorry. to see. So as I made eye contact with her, she had a smile that just faded, and she snapped away and walked back <laughs> in the house. It's like sorry, we have to pretend that never happened. Lose my number. I love eating, but if you can tell me I could eat when alone. It's that oh much God. better. Yeah. yeah. I We're love you. Bring a my... sandwich back in the dressing room and then close the door. Is that okay? That'd yes. be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so perfect. <laughs> you could just fucking jam shit. I eat so many meals standing up in my kitchen. Oh, yeah. I eat so many meals in like an inordinate amount of meals. I eat standing in front of my open fridge. Yeah. <laughs> like a full assembly. Right. Like meal. I open yeah. the fridge and I take out like Tupperware and eat it and like take Parmesan cheese, and, like sprinkle it in there and eat standing in my underwear in front of an open fridge, finish it, throw it in the sink, close, look around the fridge for whatever else is left. Slam it. We have this new fridge that like does this thing, which I've never had before. It like makes noise. It if you leave it open, open for- like that's going to get a screwdriver in the, like in the circuit board pretty soon because I'll be like, no, no, this is on purpose. Like I, I am working here. Yeah, That's yeah. why the doors are swung. Yeah, you're open. in like a in like a minority report type <laughs> yeah, exactly. thing where you're like scanning the fridge, like can of coke. <laughs> I think cream cheese could work on this. Got to finish up the whipped cream cheese. Everything works together. Tapenade, you got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me get my lox cream cheese, olive tapenade, and ham sandwich. <laughs> I like strong flavors. <laughs> I don't need to brush my teeth. I'll go right to this meeting. I'll have coffee after. Uh, I'm reading this book about. Uh, Ever read Devil in the White City? Yes. Love Great. Devil in the I'm White City. I'm loving it so much. But, you know, those people lived horrible, disgusting lives, regardless of, like, whatever. It was just, like, a turn of the 19th century. It was yeah. repulsive. It was like you shit out your windows. Yeah, and your teeth were just always in pain or whatever. Uh, but they talk at one one point this, like, book that was about, like, medicinal cures or whatever. And uh, to get the stink of garlic and onion off your breath, you should drink two cups of strong coffee. And I was like, yes, that is a very <laughs> yeah. great way to live your yeah. life. And, yeah, and What's shit a your bridges. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Stink up your fucking yeah. britches. Your rotten wooden teeth. <laughs> so uh, what is, what's your, uh, we're both New Yorkers, and I don't know who listens to this podcast. I mean, no one listens to this podcast, but I don't know <laughs> where they're from. So we could talk about favorite New York sandwiches. Let's yeah. go through a couple of our favorite New York sandwiches, and uh, we'll, then we'll get into LA, and then we'll get into any hacks we have for making our own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, so this is a little sad. My favorite New York sandwich closed two weeks before... I left New York. It was because of like mob stuff, apparently. Oh. Um, There's this place on Graham Ave in Williamsburg, which is like an old Italian neighborhood in Brooklyn. Um, not all of Williamsburg, but this area is called Willie's um, or Graham Ave Meats and Deli was the name of the place. And it had been on like a true TV show where like bail bondsmen like surprise be- oh. because like one of the employees like had snitched on the mob. It was like a really messed up place, but they had. Um, the Willie's Italian special that was kind of their tweak on like a normal Italian sub, like a Godfather style, like yeah. all the fatty case meats, capicol, mortadelle, salam, salam, uh, pepperon. Um, but like a lot of hot, like hot, hot and peppers, sweet peppers, pepperoncinis, oh my hot God. and sweet. Do you want hot? You want sweet? You want hot and sweet? <laughs> that- <laughs> well, always both. <laughs> yeah. all, whatever the options are, both. Yeah, I don't mean to blow your mind. Yeah, <laughs> put some eggplant parma in there. Get out of my face. Um, but that place closed. Um. So that's did that you get your did you get your going away fuck with it? Did yeah, you get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got your one last one where you knew took it into an alleyway and destroyed <laughs> it. Uh, just fed oh yeah. By the way, it. we're not talking about eating sandwiches. We're no, talking yeah, about yeah. penetrating. Oh god, I never. I haven't had a sandwich forever. I'm off bread. So no, no. I just fucked the shit out of them. I look at sandwiches as prison pussies. Yeah. I'm that hoagie <laughs> fuck boy. Yeah. I put it in between my couch cushions and just tear it up. <laughs> I'm laying that pipe in the insulation. That's what I call a sandwich. The insulation around the pipe. <laughs> that's really funny that you say. That that's your favorite sandwich because my favorite New York sandwich is very similar. What's your favorite? Esposito Brothers on Court, Court Street oh, in Brooklyn. Man. Another very Italian name. Yes, Carol's I've had it. I've, I don't know if I've had the sandwich you're about to talk about. Yeah, but, but I'm sure you did. It's their Italian. It's their go-to. Yes. It's like the it's the ten dollar one. Yes. Every other sandwich is nine. This one's ten. ten. Yeah. And it's you want and uh and if Santino, if for some reason Santino, you listen to this podcast because you were a friend of mine back in the day, Santino. I miss that fucking the guy who worked at the deli was named Santino and he was even bigger than me bald covered in tattoos and he watched guy code so every time I come in and be like what's up bro and give me like a fist pound he's like hot or sweet because I always mixed it up yeah, yeah but I now towards the end I just got both 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 oh, I'm sure yeah. he was handing you like an extra half pound of salam just to you know oh yeah and always give more salam that's guy code bro my, my best my favorite thing about those sandwiches is anyone else who lived in the neighborhood like my friend Matt Moses and other people live in the neighborhood like I love those sandwiches, but man, I eat one half one day and then I eat the next half the next yeah. day. And I'm like, no, I don't yeah. <laughs> like, like, like everyone's like, oh yeah, but I can't have the whole thing. I'm like, oh fuck. I eat the whole thing. And I'm like mad. I didn't also get a side of Ravs or something. <laughs> the uh, Ravs are the best. Uh, there, I like in like trying to like curb my insane, like need to finish everything. Like gotten to this place with pizza or sandwiches where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat whatever I'm going to eat, but it's about portions, you know, like I just don't need to eat all of it. You don't I feel, need to right now, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm going to feel disgusting the second half. So, like, with big Godfather-style sandwiches like the giant hoagies or pizzas, I'll do the thing where I order it for myself, but I'm, like, wrapping half half up. That's a meal tomorrow. Like, right away. Right away. It's like, oh, no, no, just a half sandwich. But then what it just means is that I take three hours to eat the most disgusting stuff or eat more because it's like I'm pacing myself in a way I and you can feel, take down. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll just yeah. have some chips in the middle. <laughs> and then I start to get those weird salt headaches and like get lightheaded or whatever because I just took you down. You don't have to like... speak to me about like meat dehydration. <laughs> I one time ate uh, like uh, a full Crave case of White Castle burgers <laughs> when I was a PA at VH1 and then I passed out at my desk. <laughs> 
they were like they're like white castles back and they have the crave case i was like i could eat a whole crave case and everyone was like you sure and yeah. then they brought it in and i ate it like it was like a show like all the pas oh, were man. standing around i ate it all and then literally like halfway through the day i was like i can't keep my eyes open i'm so <laughs> dehydrated i think i'm poison i think yeah, i have I literally, cheese poisoning i literally like put my head down on the desk and just <laughs> fell asleep woke up like dripping sweat oh man i also think that um, portion control is something i need to learn I'm trying. I don't do a good job of it. You know, like anything I have, I want to have all of it. Right. You know? I just listened to uh, uh, my friend Eugene, who's been on this show uh, a couple of times on a different podcast talking about like, it's about your relationship with food. Like yeah. you need to, like you need, it's like a, it's like a genuine relationship. You need to like lay the ground rules. Like, Hey honey, I don't like the way we yeah. do this. And yeah, like, we're doing a broken thing. Right. Like, exactly. We need to change patterns. I like, I read this book a couple years ago cause I was like, I'm not like going to like, diet but i'm just eat like I, something is not right i feel bad all the time right, not, right, not right. like in a guilty way but just like I, that's not the way you're supposed to process <laughs> like things. well so, like someone the other day was like um i'm allergic to that food i'm like what does that mean they're like oh i just get like really bad indigestion and diarrhea i'm like yeah. wait i've had that since i was 13 yeah, that's every meal. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Could, I could argue with me maybe I, someone's like are you maybe allergic to gluten i'm like i could be allergic to anything yeah. and i'm powering never, <laughs> through it whatever yeah. it is i just freaking... i've never tested anything <laughs> <laughs> totally so i read this book called like mindful eating that was just like about or maybe mindless eating or something but just about all the weird psychic habits we build that like 20% of what we eat is like what we actually want to and then everything else is like weird like well I don't want to leave this plate empty or I'm right. going to do this or you know I, I'm finished first so I better get more you people know, our age stuff. too came up in the world where your parents were like eat your whole plate because yeah. they're starving people and we're broke and yeah, I'm, not totally. putting, I'm not throwing food out I mean yeah. my dad was like the child of immigrants you know and so like to be able to like have enough food at dinner where I could have seconds and to be Italian where you just want to like feed and yeah uh, hospitality my, my exact child my dad yeah. was a child of immigrants my mom is italian yeah and it's just like food the, there's plenty of food and my wife comes from a family where her uh, dad is a cook and her mom is italian and a cook oh wow and it's like one of those things where it's like we equate food with love like people yeah. come over and my wife is like we put out a meat and cheese plate yeah. before uh, before appetizers before right. dinner We'll have like she's like oh our friends are coming over to watch the Emmys and then she'll come home from Gelson's with like five hundred dollars worth of groceries. I'm like babe we can't live like this and she's like you're so cheap. I'm like it's not about money. Like we just can't live like yeah. And we do that four days a week. I know. Yeah. It's like imagining imagining having a social interaction like going over to a friend's house to watch something, having people over for like a drink, and not just feeling like a train hit me, you know, like I don't drink as hard as I used to. I still drink a lot, but I don't like, I don't get like blackout wacky or whatever, but yeah, it's like yeah. the food thing. It's like, I still just like, Oh my God, I need to go home. You know, right, like, like, you have, like, I can't believe how many slices of panini I had. Yeah. Like, it's like, I had whatever you put out at a party. Oh I'll just God. fucking hammer down and shit too. Yeah. I try to like, I try to use all the tricks of like, okay, I'm just going to build one plate and that plate is my plate. But and then, then I'm, I'm just, done after it's that. Like, what, yeah. It's like, no, I'm going to go eat five more. I have two bags of Doritos before we're like, should we get an Uber to dinner or whatever? You know? <laughs> like, I, my friend Eugene on that uh, podcast, on the one I listened to him, he also said something to the effect of like, how often have you said like, I had a shitty day. I'm just going to have a fucking yeah. cheeseburger. And then on the flip side, how often have you said like, I've had a good day. I've had a good day. Yeah. I'm just going to have that cheeseburger. Yeah. I mean, also like lives like ours, like where, you know, we don't have structure all the time, you know, like it's not like, 
oh, well, I make a quick breakfast and then I go to the office and I like, we all take an hour and go to like a sandwich or a salad place. Yeah, what's place everyone where, ordering for lunch? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's mayhem always. And like, <laughs> we like, and also because we don't have normal jobs, it's like we, lots of quick highs and lows of like, oh, I just found out this thing's happening. Yay, let's celebrate. Or like, oh, that, what a hard day. Let's, you know, <laughs> yeah. I had to like, so I'm just constantly... I have that with weed now too, where I'm like, I'm like, oh, what a fucking stressful day. I just want to smoke. When I get home, I just want to smoke a joint. I'm like, what a fucking great day. When I get home, I just want to smoke a joint. And I'm yeah. like, hey, Gabrus. You just want to smoke a joint. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like your stuff like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that goes right into like, now I'm like, now I want to eat like a nice meal. I'm high. Yeah. want to eat a nice meal. I haven't I'm, gone out to dinner in three days. <laughs> I think I need to go to a steakhouse <laughs> yeah. and drop $120. <laughs> I need to have three martinis on this Tuesday night. Um, I mean, also, like, do you, I, I, in my head, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to like drink a little less in the way I'm going to like do that is like now that I'm in California, I'm going to get a weed card. And, you know, I, I want to smoke less cigarettes, so I'm, like, just going to be, like, popping weed, jelly, uh, gummy bears, and that'll just be my deal. But I'm, like, oh, that's going to make me be a monster. Like, what am I thinking, That It's not going to make you be a, a monster. Like, like as far I, as I'm eating, already and, now like, rational. I'm already yeah. doing what you just said. I'm, like, no, 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 no. See, because, yeah. like, weed is better. Like, I'm already doing yeah. what we just talked about. <laughs> No, no, like, it's no, better. no, no, yeah. it's better than being drunk. Yeah, instead of having a cocktail, you just pop a couple gummy bears, <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, fu- you order $40 worth of delivery for yourself, <laughs> say you're going to freeze it, uh, put it oh. in the freezer, and then eat the frozen stuff an hour later. Two biggest lies I tell myself is, I'm ordering this, but this will be two meals. Yeah. And the second one is when I put my running sneakers in a vacation bag. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the, I've carried my running sneakers all around the world. Oh, <laughs> never I've been on ran t- once. <laughs> I've been, like, I was on tour, like, a good bit the last year, and, uh... The sights that my running shoes have seen and never just like basically they just kept going through security, coming to a hotel room, going back the, around. The, the amount of Marriott's my yeah. running sneakers have seen the inside of. Well, hotels are just, you know, especially like when you're traveling for work and you like get in at 2 p.m. and you're only there for a day. It's like, OK, I have two options right now. I'm like I'm a little hungover because I took a flight. I'm dehydrated. I could exercise. Or I could lay in bed, quote, nap, which means, like, jerk off and look at my laptop for three hours yeah. until it's time to, like, go out oh, into the world dude. or whatever. That that fight of, like, do I hotel jerk off or do I go into the weird gym? And you're going? like, I'm going to nap. Yeah. But I should jerk off. That'll yeah, help me that'll nap. That'll help me nap. Yeah, I have my vape with me. Thing. I'll vape a little. And then all of a sudden you have, like, 40 tabs open. An hour has gone by. Yeah, and you're right. like, what should I come to? Yeah. And you're like, you're like, I'm getting to- texts, like, dinner's in three minutes or whatever. You haven't even showered yet. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> They're like, did you get any rest? It's like, no, not yeah. really. It's like you were in the hotel room for four hours. You're like, yeah, yeah. my dick is. I had some burning. work to do. I had some writing work. <laughs> I had a little writing to do, so yeah, I'm pretty tired. I from answered that. emails. <laughs> I I liked things on Facebook. Up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I looked just... at ex girlfriends' Instagrams. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> totally. Oh man. Uh, so you cook sandwiches at home too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's bread is something we try not to have in the house because yeah. my wife is diabetic and I am trying not to eat carbs, but. Yeah. Like I picked up some King's Hawaiian rolls. I'm oh. I'm, I'm planning on making some burgers tonight, oh, which man. ostensibly is a sandwich, but you can't really talk about cheeseburgers in a sandwich conversation. You know, next time you're in New York, um, you should go to this place, Meat Hook Sandwich Shop. Did you ever make it there? Yes. Is that the? Uh, wait, hold on. Meat Hook is the fancy butcher shop. They have a spinoff sandwich shop now. I, I've gotten butchery stuff there uh, from them. Their sandwiches, they're really killing it. They're doing some ex- like they have one of the best Italians in the game. Uh, they put instead of mayo, whipped lardo. On the bread. So it's just straight up animal fat spread across this like crusted semolina roll. It's unreal. Um, They have a hot chicken. Is that, that, was that, is that technically now, bear with me, is animal lard paleo? (laughs) I mean, yeah, it must be. Yeah. That's perfect. I get no bread, but just the lard in a cup to just spread on my lips as I eat the meat. (laughs) 
I'm a, I'm a pig. Can I have uh, a piece of wax paper with the lard on it and then all the stuff you put in the sandwich laid out yeah. on it and let me just lick it off? <laughs> like a, <laughs> let me put it all in my mouth like a Listerine strip. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what uh, fire breathers do or whatever. They like coat their mouths and some sort of things. They don't burn their tongue. Uh, it'll make it all go down faster. Uh, but they have this. So I don't know. I grew up like with a lot of, uh, in New England, pizza places, which are like pizza and sub shops are mostly Greek owned. So the pizza yeah. tended to be like, kind of weird crust cheddar cheesy like the pizza is not pizza we like but the subs and stuff were good it was like there was some gyro stuff but it was also just real good italian style and so there were all these places always had cheeseburger subs did you grow up at cheeseburger subs no i'm from long island where uh it's italian and jewish so we have good italian heroes yeah and the best bagels and the best yeah but so like this weird cheeseburger sub is like a strange greek like sandwich shop thing but it's it's a cheeseburger but it's like the like basically patties are cut in half more. yeah they're cut in half and like laid out with tons of like cooked onions and melted cheese and lettuce and like it's all the burger but it's on like a long like, like a poppy seed like yeah. a hero roll so they do and now i can't be an adult and order a 12 inch hamburger most time you know i'm not gonna be like oh i see you have a cheeseburger do you have a cheeseburger sub i need more than a cheeseburger um but this place, Meat Hook, does this thing called a hot cheese that's like, I think, a Pennsylvania thing. That's yes, like a, yes. uh, it's like basically that. It's like a cheeseburger sub, but it's like all this crazy like cheese on it. It's so good. Oh, that sounds awesome. Highly I will I will hit that up. Uh, so Meat Hook in... Uh, in Williamsburg. Yeah, Williamsburg. Meat Hook Sandwich. The other great. Uh, great sandwich place I had in Williamsburg uh, last time I visited, which wasn't open when I moved out of there, Salty. Oh, man. Salty is like... Salty is important. Like... <laughs> It's, you it know, the way people talk about like civil rights leaders. <laughs> yeah. You know, people aren't speaking of salty now the way they will. It's like history will decide how good salty is. So salty is like this, like was a bakery at first. It's, it's, you know, how, it's like, like a Jewish bakery or Jewish sandwich spot. Or am I just it, jumping to a couple of conclusions no, off the word it's, salt? Um, it's uh, all these young lady bakers. Um, yeah, it's like a bunch of young hipsters who I feel like hate me. Yeah, yeah. You know no, I mean? they don't like men there very much, but their sandwiches <laughs> are good enough to be worth it. And so they like... Yeah, I'm used to being disliked. You, that will not deter oh, me from oh, eating oh, your Oh, maybe food. I won't get a sandwich then. No, no we're good. <laughs> so they... It's more that like, there's a ton of good food in New York, and but there also is in LA. There, I didn't have a lot of fears about coming out here and be like, I'm not going to be able to eat like... Because you can get it here. That they do flavors there in this like crazy way. So like they're my favorite thing there, which is called uh, it's not the ship's biscuit. It's called the whatever. They all have like these sea names, but everything there is super salty and briny. So like one of their sandwiches is like it's like shrimp paste is like spread on the totally. Yeah, so yeah. like my favorite is like um, what is it called? Captain's daughter, I think. It's like olive salt focaccia. That's that is the captain's daughter. Roasted I had that beets, one. feta, hard boiled egg. This like pimento mayo olives like super briny black olives it's like uh the saltiest sandwich you've the ever the sandwiches eaten. feel like a, a madman spread it's like the shit they put out where it's like yes, exactly people it's like uh, a gout in a bite yes yeah, yeah. The, the disease of kings or whatever <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. so rich it's like it's got fried oysters <laughs> spread cheddar you know it's <laughs> if you're pregnant you should have one every morning and it's like really knock some wind in your sails um but it's just like the most you just can't get flavors like that like everything is like cooked separately and then just assembled into right. this like soft I, it's like one of those sandwiches you you eat over the sink because it's just like right all these and it is parts. like that they have like those little counters there and you just like jam it down and get yeah. the fuck out of there and yeah like roasted beets and all those things are not my favorite things but something about like the feta and the egg and so much mayo and olives it's like and parsley like it's really herby and nuts oh, it's so, so good that's so fuck oh, that, place. that place is amazing yeah that place is awesome uh, and so here's a little 
I also am a fan of the late night bodega sandwich. I oh, ordered, yeah. yeah. What's that, your order? Because I have my own. Let's. Oh, this is it. so great! I'm so happy we had this. So in New York, for those of you who don't live in this, uh, don't live in the city, uh, delis are open. Like most delis are open till yeah. 24 hours, if not two in the morning, four in the morning, whatever. And they have like a full deli counter. Yeah. And it's like Boris Head cold cuts. You can but get. They also have like Cisco prepare, you know, like they have like. Right, uh, right. They have like. Grilled the, chicken cutlets and stuff that they get shipped in. Wherever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and um, I always, my late night order du jour is chicken cutlet, bacon, cheese, lettuce, mayonnaise. That's fantastic. Mine's Just like that. Similar. It's so good. Just like that. I feel like if people are listening and they haven't experienced the simplicity and freshness of a bodega sandwich that like they're not quite hearing they're like i can go to my grocery store and get a sandwich it's not it's, it's not different. like that like, you know the bacon ordering bodega bacon in the middle of the night is great too because they put it right on that flat yep. top and it like doesn't drain any of the grease nope. away no and then they put it right on the sandwich and the bacon and the hot chicken melts the cheese oh man and the cheese and mayo sort of become one much like uh, a bacon, egg, and cheese, where the cheese yeah. and the ketchup become oh one. Oh my god! It's, uh, you look at it; it's just like a single color. It's like a little gradient it's like where pink, it's all yeah. <laughs> morphed together. Oh, and that, also, the thing about the bodega sandwiches is like it's a certain type of roll. It's almost like a Kaiser roll. It just you don't get it fresh out here that easily. Like the roll is so good. The roll, exact. I get the hero bread, which is also similar. Great. Body, yeah, 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 yeah. It's and it's like that is somehow been sitting there all day and yeah. is just the perfect amount of softness. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So uh, my order, I basically do a fried chicken Big Mac and that what I do is I do roll uh, Thousand Island on both sides, fried chicken cutlet, um, American cheese, pickles, shredded lettuce. And it like the Thousand Island, the pickles and the lettuce and American make it taste like, like a Big, Big Mac, oh, but it's a fried chicken cutlet instead. Oh, that sounds like, fucking so awesome. Good. I'm oh going to get – this is how much – this is how important bodega culture is in New York. One of my best friends and my uh, longtime drinking buddy, Justin Tyler, uh, he – I know his bodega order. <laughs> uh, salami and cheddar with the yeah. spiciest mustard they have on a roll or an onion bagel. Oh. Uh, I know – I a know, good friend. Yeah, I know my drinking buddy's late night order. <laughs> One of my actually only regrets about moving away from New York, I was there for nine years, and I was ready to move, excited for L.A., but I, like, only finally cracked my bodega order about ten months ago. Like, uh, you know, it's always – you're always experimenting. Me like, let's try – can you do avocado? Sure. And, yeah. it, like, you're just waiting. Yeah, and then yeah. I finally hit it in a way that was, like, singing. I was, like – morning i would get it like for road trips would get one in the morning and those sandwiches keep in a way that's just like beautiful those hot sandwiches are the kind of good hot sandwiches that are still good when they're cold oh my, yes because the cheese mayo and bacon and chicken all kind of congeals into just delicious bites oh so i was like so disappointed when i was like oh we're moving and like i'm just now killing it with late night stars deli which is the name of my place around the corner oh like, that's they awesome we had it. Yeah. we had apple tree in oh, uh, brooklyn yeah you had, uh, so were you in like south like near court street and stuff like that yeah i was uh just over on the like far west though by the water like columbia street yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, i think at esposito's is esposito's the one that was like near like it had the big uh, uh, pig outside like third place or whatever yeah it's a like court it's court and president it's like uh there, oh, the place near third, uh, I think, is Brooklyn Market. Or, Brooklyn uh, Market. So one time I had this experience there where we were those getting Those sandwiches are fantastic, too. And they're like like, like Esposito's real old Italian run. Like, there's still a lot of that neighborhood that's been there for, you know, yeah. 100 years or whatever. And there was this old man. This is not a funny story. And I never, I always bring it up 
And people are like, why are you telling us this? Uh, <laughs> this, but, is the, this is perfect for the High and Mighty podcast, yeah. by the way. <laughs> so I'm like with a couple friends. We've been like working at a friend's house across the street. And we were like getting subs like on a break or whatever. Like all getting Italians excited at this deli because it's so old Italian. Like what are, like such good vibes. And there's this old man sitting in a folding chair outside, which is like a pretty common Italian Not, yeah, Brooklyn thing. Yeah, yeah, Not uncommon to just see two old guys <laughs> speaking a different language yes. and seeming like they hate you. Just having chairs on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like this is where I hang out. Get out of my way. So he was like real old but like very nice so he came out and he's just smiling at us and he's like hello and we say like hello and he's looking at us and he says hello again and we're like hello how are you like these sandwiches are amazing and he's like nodding and smiling and just he's sitting in his chair looking up at all of us and then uh his like face breaks into this um like De Niro cry you know like uh the pout the kind of like pout the, the clowny sound yeah, yeah they're yeah. like uh, you know like total his face totally morphs and then he just starts going my wife she died uh, like again and again and we're just standing there <laughs> holding sandwiches and we're like my friend who's like far more empathetic and in the moment than me is like i'm I'm so sorry, like, <laughs> what happened? And he just keeps going, my wife, she died! And then he pulls out a card, of which he has many in his pocket, and it's like a little Catholic prayer card of, like, from, from his wife dying. A like, card, yeah. She died 10 years ago or whatever. It was clear that, like, he's a little, you know, out of it, yeah, out of it and That's... sits there and just says... <laughs> My, my wife, she, she died, died, which oh. is so intense when you're buying a sandwich. And finally, we had to be like, I'm so sorry. Like, she's beautiful. Like, it's also weird to look at a picture of an old lady, you know, man, and be like, she's so beautiful. Like, we were talking to him and we, we talked, it got into it, but it was just like, well, okay, we're going to go eat these sandwiches. And then he was just like, hello. Like, say goodbye again. We're like, okay, great. Bye. Goodbye. And how were those sandwiches? They were so great. So good. So good. Uh, uh, she oh. died for those sandwiches. It was worth it. <laughs> I imagine she's getting shot like Godfather style, yeah, totally. dropping like a bag of sandwiches. So it's, out, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, like Italian music playing and she's getting shot in the right back out. in the oh, middle man. of Court Street. Um, going back to real quick what you said before about just getting your bodega sandwich order, right? Yeah. Uh, for four years, I was getting tomatoes oh, on my sandwich. I, I mean, same. I'm only saying that because I know the pain where it would be like, why isn't this working? And then you just like lose the tomato and you're like, this is getting unhealthy now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Who am I trying to impress by putting that slice of Two that mealy, of t- yeah. ice cold tomato in there? Tomato is the b- bane of sandwiches. It really of, of the cold cut sandwiches. And look, we're Italian. We love tomatoes, but it's like tomatoes need to be. There's a reason canned tomatoes are big for Italian Americans. Because right. when Italians came here, they're like, we can't eat these tomatoes except for like three weeks a year. Right. This is nothing like Italy. We have to get decent tomatoes. They're like sliced ice cold tomato oh. water discs. Yeah, with like, I don't know, like a beating just, heart in the center. Yeah, just, just stain like, my bread red in certain chunks. Yeah. Repulsive, just seeds and mealy garbage. The uh, second I lost tomatoes, I was like, oh, It opens fuck. everything up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like even asking being out and be like, no, like knowing it's a place that's not going to have like a beautiful late August Jersey heirloom on right. it being like, can I have no tomato on that? Can we do tomato on the side? I'm not trying to impress anyone here. I'll do a side salad. Get out of my face. I don't want to eat tomato. I want a sandwich. I don't need to have fucking put two arbor. I remember, I have a distinct memory as a child. My mom sneaking turkey and lettuce onto our sandwiches thinking that that was healthy. Like having ham and cheese, but you would like put a slice of turkey right. and some lettuce. And I'd be like, what the fuck, Joanne? I hate this shit. And, she, damn, Joanne. and she's like, you gotta be a little healthier. It's like, oh. Oh, man. Oh, now, now I'm gonna live forever because I had a slice of turkey and exactly. two tomatoes. It adds a year to your life, every slice of turkey you have. Well, it's, it's only when turkey and ham get together. It's like they team up and they just make each other healthy. You the know? cold cut combo. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cold, cold cut combos, uh, I just recently figured out that every meat at Subway is turkey. Yeah. 
Pepperoni is turkey, salami is turkey, ham is turkey, roast beef is turkey. It's That's just like some turkey. fucking Soylent Green shit. It really is. It's such like... Uh... And look, I mean, I still have... I have Subway every two weeks. I have... I have, I have a, like an Italian BMT still hits the spot. Yeah, spicy like, in a pinch. Footlong you know? spicy Italian. Oh, oh, you want to know what I do that is sacrilegious to Italians? And Italian, I fucking cut the heads off Sicily. <laughs> if you're from Naples, yeah. I fucking oh. murder you, dude. <laughs> no, I will sometimes, I crave, uh, instead of oil and vinegar, I get mayo on my Italian. Oh, well, here's my, I mean, we were a both family. Oh, I mean, that, my wife is a both family. I'm a, I'm a mayo on the bottom to absorb, like, I, so I'm this big believer. I feel like it was, I watched an episode of... Uh, um, Good Eats or something where he was uh, Alton Brown was like into trying to make the perfect like griddled diner burger and he was like kind of white almost White Castle style and he was like he said something that stuck in my head more than any other cooking thing I've ever heard which is like you put mayo on the bottom and you put onions on the bottom below the burger the mayo like catches all the juice from the burgers and almost makes a sauce with everything and it uh. seals it from like screwing the bread up so for when I do an Italian sandwich I'm doing mayo, mayo on bottom all the stuff you've got the you've got the onions, the peppers, and the shredded lettuce on top, and then you dress that With and then close and it. Oil and vinegar. Yeah, yeah. So I like so, and sometimes places will be like, "Wait, you want oil, vinegar, and mayo?" Yeah, it's yeah. like, "Yeah, and salt and pepper, and all of it, hot <laughs> and sweets. Get yeah. it in me now." I don't yeah. want on the I, I want a wad of brie <laughs> yeah, exactly. in my hand on the side that I can eat like an apple. <laughs> I need something fatty I don't have to chew while I'm chewing, so I can be eating something. Yeah, one side have... of my mouth is chewing, and then I'm still swallowing cheese. I'm gonna pack a lip of brie on one side. <laughs> Like a fucking cheek full of brie, like it's backy. You've got mouth fat cancer? Is that a thing you can get? You have heart disease of the mouth. I don't even know what that means. We have to do gastric bypass on your gums. It's really weird. It's going to look crazy. It's like tiny little Lou Albano teeth. They're going to have little rubber bands around or whatever. Uh, so what's, what's, the home, what's a home sandwich you like to make? Um, I... You know, like I am a I'm a big cook, but like kind of diverged a little bit. Like my parents, like I grew up eating a lot of Italian American, like tri-state area classics. Like right. I'm sure you did. Um, and then I sort of went and did my own thing with cooking. But then I still make like chicken parm and meatballs pretty often. Right. And and then that's the there's no greater sandwich than like you know uh, day old chicken parm, like baked, heated up, tons of sauce both sides of the bread, and then like fresh mozzarella, not the like, like sometimes when I'll make it, I'll do like, you know, Sorrento low moisture to get the like real stretchy vibe. Right, right. But then but with then the when sandwich, you, you get the it, yeah. fresh and it's just like barely, it, you put a little heat on it and oh, it barely melts. Yeah. Oh. So much, uh, you know, cracked red pepper on it. Just oh, like. that sounds fucking. That's great. my jam. Yeah. That's my jam. How about you? Uh, I like to make the chicken cutlet, uh, uh, no sauce, no cheese, but. Uh, mayo bread and butter pickles oh. on a roll with some with some cheese. It's sort of like my Chick Fil A. Yeah, mayo and bread and butter pickles on a chicken colored sandwich gives it that like oh. that fried chicken. Sand oh wait, hold on. It's all come. I, I had an amazing fried chicken sandwich in New York. I'm trying to remember what the place. It's like you gotta have the fried chicken sandwich. Ah, uh, Fuku. No, I never had the Fuku one. It uh, it might it might have been in Brooklyn. It's like it's known for its whatever. I had a delicious yeah, fried yeah. ass and. The thing it pies had mayo, coleslaw, what? Pies and thighs. I had the pies and thighs yeah. one. Yes, so so good. Yeah, so good. And it's the mayo and pickles combination oh. is something special with the with the crust of a good piece of fried oh chicken. Oh my god! Where do you, the so this is a weird question. We're like now getting real localized here. 
do you have a good like do you buy like a good frozen chicken cutlet like what are you working I don't with? have a good frozen yeah. chicken cutlet. my wife makes chicken uh-huh. cutlets every once in a while for dinner and like if there's one left over or if she's out of town i will replace the chicken cutlet idea with chicken nuggets yes fantastic. <laughs> i will buy chicken nuggets and toast them and then put uh, mayo and pickles on a bread. And you're eat the a lucky. Your wife's making chicken cutlets. You're, I mean, well, but you're you're an actual cook too. Like, I like to cook. Yeah, yeah. you know, pretty former food. host of the feed. Yeah, former <laughs> host of the feed. I have a watch recipe for deception on Bravo coming out this January. Uh, uh, you got so, a food show? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, going to be after Top Chef. Oh, cool. What's the premise of this? It's um, it's. It's sort of like it's got a chopped feel. It's basically uh, like four chefs face off, but they so it's like one on one. They have a secret ingredient in thirty minutes. They don't know what they're cooking, but like what their secret ingredient is. But their competitor does. And at the top of each round, they ask three questions, trying to figure out what their ingredient is. Like, is it a meat? Is it in the produce section? Their competitor answers with two truths and a lie. So then they start <laughs> cooking, trying to have figured out, being like, I hope it's scallops. Like, right, it's, yeah. I know that my clue is soft and that it's this. But then like they don't really know. Until five minutes are left, and then it's just a mad scramble. So it's oh, got that, and then there's fun. one winner each week. So that's kind of I like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah, fun yeah. to do. It was fun to do. <laughs> but uh, that's awesome. Recipe for deception recipe this for January. Deception. But anyway, Bravo. the point I am only plugging that uh, to say that, like, yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a quasi food personality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quasi food. I person. have a quasi personality, yeah, yeah. and I'm partially made of very food. into food. Uh, <laughs> not as much into having a fully developed inner uh, life. <laughs> so that's your that's your home that's your home sandwich for uh, yeah. for that. Yeah, leftovers becoming sandwiches are the dream, right? Yeah. I feel like that's the most dad thing you can do, at least know, based right? on my childhood, is like, we had meatloaf for dinner last night. I'm having meatloaf sandwiches for lunch at work. You know? I mean, I think we probably, that's a Cosby thing. Right, right. You know? You, that's, it's, it's a shame that that, that legacy. That's another thing we have in common with yeah. Cosby. <laughs> it's crazy, you know? You just keep checking those boxes. Um. We like sweaters. <laughs> Uh, we like sweaters. Yeah. We like stand-up comedy. The we like sandwiches, yes. and we and we dislike struggles. <laughs> but I really feel like that. I mean, I, I guess we can put that onto. Uh, we'll say it's Joey. How about Joey? Joey's Joey you know, from yeah, yeah yeah Joey from Friends. He the, loves sandwiches. The and he, would, uh, yeah. That actor has been accused of. At 60 less rapes uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's a little more okay Matt LeBlanc to... has one pretty graphic one with Lisa Kudrow <laughs> yeah yeah no, <laughs> don't fact check us yeah yeah <laughs> Phoebe wasn't smart enough to say yes um so uh yeah I feel like that is such a like sneaking into the kitchen and and like uh, I I love thank my wife is great at this too we host Thanksgiving in our house oh, we really? love awesome. Thanksgiving but the reason we love Thanksgiving is to make the turkey stuffing and cranberry yeah. sauce sandwiches next day. Like when my wife goes shopping for Thanksgiving, she gets all the shit she needs and a loaf of white bread and a thing of mayo and an extra thing of cranberry sauce. Oh, and you just man. make it on white bread with stuffing, turkey, gravy, mayo, and cranberry sauce. Better. And maybe some mashed potatoes even. We we had like – the when growing up, we would host Thanksgiving and like – we would do all the Thanksgiving stuff, but also like Thanksgiving food's not as good as Italian food. So we basically we would do like you were saying, like we would have like an hour of meat and cheese before appetizers, and then it was like stuffed baked mushrooms, eggplant parm, rollatini, just like so sometimes pizzas. Right. And then we would literally have a sit down at the dining room table ravioli course in red sauce <laughs> before we got to like the total like 
turkey, two types of stuffing, like the insane. But yeah. by that point, everyone is like, yeah, our Thanksgivings we had uh, the baked clams, the yeah, prosci- like the prosciutto and melon or whatever, yeah. and then like we had all the all the ginzo stuff up until <laughs> turkey <laughs> and stuffing. <laughs> but it, what it meant is that people never really did seconds on that stuff, so it was just like more leftovers to make yeah, more. Be like a, I always I remember like Friday mornings, uh, the, the, the Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, if you will. Black, yeah, sure. Yeah, waking up on a you had been up early to buy CDRs or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. for ten. Cents. I was going down to get a nineteen inch CRT <laughs> monitor that weighed two hundred and fifty pounds at my local PC Richards. I was ready to fucking beat an old woman with a cut off broom handle to get it. <laughs> Just knocking down the doors of Circuit City. <laughs> but I remember going in there and just seeing that big-ass turkey leg and being like, oh, ripping the dark meat off and putting it on. Did you have siblings? I have two younger brothers. Younger. Because yeah. yeah. I so, see the other thing about being like such an eater and uh, is that I never had to share, which is like a big thing. Like yeah. my, I mean, my dad was always like, why are you eating so fast? Like this isn't <laughs> this isn't nine kids at the table where if you know, like you have to finish to get more like you have plenty of food. and yeah. There's no one that's going to take away from you. I became an eater because you're only allowed to get seconds of things you liked if you finished your whole first the plate. You didn't like. Yeah. yeah. So you if you ate all your veggies, then you were allowed to have seconds of noodles or seconds of stuffing yeah. or something like that. So I became like a masterful like I could eat. I could eat. For me, food is love. Eating makes me feel comfortable, makes yeah. me feel at home, puts me to sleep. It wakes me up. It does everything I needed to do. <laughs> yeah. But I could error. also eat completely cold and emotionless. I could just yeah. be like, we need to get rid of this plate of mushrooms. And I go, uh-huh. And I just could yeah. like shut no, off. No, I'll heat them up for you. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> yeah. I could like shut off taste from that as a yeah. kid where it's like, I don't like broccoli. They're like, well, you got to eat all your broccoli. And I'd be like, oh. And i just yeah. like, eat like, and like, choking. Yeah. And then I'd be like, can I have more noodles now? <laughs> like out of spite. <laughs> I mean, a big thing that I struggle with is like, I also still like never get over like, well, there's food. I'm going to eat it. And like, you know, like, we're now like we're now at a place in our lives where it's not like I have eight dollars. I need to eat eight dollars worth of food because I'm like surviving. Right. Right. And broke. And I don't it's, know if I'm going to have another eight dollars anytime. Soon. We have yeah. access to a lot of food in our <laughs> homes. We go places they offer. You know, it's yeah. like you, you go to work and there's like a lunch out and you right. can eat as many. I could ostensibly not spend money on food for two weeks and probably still eat. OK. Yeah. Just based on my social life. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's just hard to ever feel at a place of like oh, this is all free and I can have as much as I want. I'm going to make a good decision and just have a little bit of oh, it. Like yeah. that's never. Yeah, I, I used I I just throw up. On my... <laughs> uh, you can't see it right now, but Fuckboy Gabrus is covered in throw up. Uh, there's two whole meatballs uh, and trying, a chicken bone. I'm, hey, I'm trying to get through this podcast, brother. <laughs> I'm not feeling my best right now, but you're being a good sport. <laughs> But uh, wait, what, cold. He sweat what, through his winter coat. He's like, I don't know why I'm so cold. Why do I wear this? <laughs> so let's go get sandwiches. All right. So now you live in L.A. I do. Yeah. Now, so let's talk. Have you had any good L.A. sandwiches out here? So you had it's all about the bread. Great. sandwich. Yeah, I'd had that when I was visiting. I'm trying to think if I've had, you know, so I moved uh, into Silver Lake across the street from this uh, like little banh mi spot. On love, Hyperion. Love banh mi. Real banh good. mi, one of my favorite sandwiches. Way more uh, banh mi spots in New York than in yeah. California. Well, I feel lucky so to be far. near one, and it's a little heavy on the bread. It's good banh mi bread, and that's got like the light, crispy vibe. It's yeah, not the yeah. heavy baguette, but it's still like... I feel like I'm eating too much bread. You know, like the 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 fixins are so thin. Right. You know? the, this one Vietnamese place by me, uh, absolutely fabulous. Oh, uh, I love it. I love pho puns. Yeah. Um, there they do a pseudo banh mi baguette, but the ratios of everything is off and yeah. it's like more bread than 
uh, not enough carrots and shit, but still a lot of that. Yeah. And then like no pork. And it's like kind of like a letdown. I think the only other good place I've really liked has been Ink Sack. I like that they're small because you can order disgusting You can thing. order three. Yeah, and just be like, oh, well, I'm not. Ink Sack is my record to ever. I live around the block from Ink Sack. Oh, okay. It's which is a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for me. I would make a lot of mistakes if I I ate Ink Sack three days a week for the first six months I lived here because I didn't know any other yeah. spots. I didn't have work. Yep. I didn't want to spend money. I didn't want to drive if I didn't have to because all that shit was new to me. Yeah. And I would just walk to Ink Sack and get cold fried chicken, lettuce wrapped. I'd have put oh, one sandwich God. in lettuce yeah, so that I felt like I'm being choices, healthy. Yeah. Totally. Cold yeah, fried yeah. chicken in lettuce uh, Cuban in lettuce and then a banh mi or the Gravlox is the other oh, one I like, like I haven't had the Gravlox that's the smoked salmon and cream cheese with uh, oh, it yeah. has they put a um, everything bagel spread on it they have like a spread that's like oh, all the seeds has like rye and yep, salt and yep, all that and then they stuff. spread it on the bread and that's it's so brilliant. good yeah. that's crazy that they don't just sell that yeah I would eat that by like that's my cookie butter oh my <laughs> <laughs> What's he eating? Everything bagel dough? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gonna die. Yeah. No, he buys it in a big loaf and he just slices it off. Wraps it around a piece just of salami. packs it in his lip and just gets on his <laughs> exercise bike. <laughs> yeah, he always reeks onion and garlic, but he seems very happy. Two strong cups of coffee will knock that right <laughs> yeah, out of your mouth. You never have but then your wooden teeth might fall out, so you might want to go to uh, a dentist slash... Uh, Barber yeah, slash right, exactly. gynecologist. Uh, have you... So people keep telling me, and it's a little far, Bay... Bay City, Bay, uh, Bay, Bay City subs in Bay Malibu. City delis, yeah. Bay City delis. I've not had that yet. Oh, we got to get stoned on a day there's no traffic and go out there together. <laughs> yeah. and just sit on the beach. <laughs> I, horrifying by the way, children. I dream of being. This is the level of wealth I dream of. This is like where. This is what's wrong with me. I'm like, I can't wait until I'm rich enough to just get high and have an Uber take me to whatever restaurant yeah. I want to go to. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm at that level. That's yeah. not that rich. If I take yeah. an Uber X to Roscoe. It's manageable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm imagining pulling up in like a fucking SUV yeah. to Bay City Subs, getting a sandwich and going, just wait and turn around turn and drive right back, back around. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to eat it in Malibu? No, no, no. I want to eat it at my Yo, apartment. Let's, let's get a couple people together. Let's just do that. Let's get super high in my house, order an Uber, split the fare, get one of the black SUVs, split it four ways and just Uber out to a fucking awesome sandwich spot and then eat them on the drive back. That sounds amazing. (laughs) This is the best plan. I, wow. What a positive, positive ending as we near the end here. Um, Uh, The other recently, some friends uh, and who will be future guests. So I'll name drop them here. Todd Sklar and Alex Rennie. Uh, they came in, they were visiting LA, they're moving out here. They were like, have you had East Side Deli subs? I'm like, no. They're like, meet us there. And it's in like a kind of sketchy neighborhood. I apologize if you live near there, but it doesn't seem like the kind of place you'd go to work to find trend. Yeah, work harder. <laughs> Ask your parents for money yeah, to get yeah. you started. Do what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go down to the bus depot and see if anybody coming off with a uh, nice suit. Try uh, sell yeah. ne- sell Network Pilot. <laughs> yeah. Highly recommended, yeah. <laughs> um, and... We went to the broken system. Too much money. Yeah, it won't last much longer. (laughs) Get it now. (laughs) Get it now before you have a fucking super deluxe series. (laughs) Um, uh, We went to this place, and it's the type of place that like only firemen eat at, like union. Like it's like only firemen and dock workers, and it's like they just build these amazing sandwiches that have like roast beef, eggplant, blah blah, and then they just like pour sauce all over it. Oh, I would say because it's probably pretty close to you yeah. too. That's I, got like a Defonte's vibe because Defonte's in New York did a lot exactly. of that, like it, coverings and whatever you got like roast pork. Yeah, well, they just put sauce, sauce on it. it. Yeah, Love it. it's like so messy and mm-hmm. like you need like a thousand napkins and there's like a pepperoni bar. You know, oh. like we go over and just Eastside Deli. 
Oh um, let's let's go there soon. Let's do it. We let's don't even go have to take a, a black car. So no, no, no. We that, could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could just go get high in my car there and then get it. <laughs> Apparently, also, you could eat without getting stoned first, but what's why, the point? Apparently, you? you could also Yeah, but then you would eat the right amount. <laughs> yeah. My friend, uh, my, I have a friend who was quoted as once saying, like, someone was like, yeah, but you were probably stoned before you went to that movie. And he was like, yeah, it was a movie. Yeah, it was a movie. <laughs> like, wait, wait, are you not getting high for every movie? I think the thing, you know, my problem with both movies and getting high is that, like, the last third of all movies are bad now. It's just sort of, like, doesn't quite work anymore. Right, right, you know, yeah. they're always like, oh, the world's blowing up or whatever. And with pot, you get tired and you're like, oh, shoot. I just feel like if I just would accept... Like any big movie that I know is not going to be great, but I want to see, just get stoned, see an hour and twenty minutes of it, and be like, "I'm done," and okay, just walk just get, out. Get, get, get All the Uber characters get sad, and they're like, "Are we going to be able to do I'm this?" I'm like, "I now. bet you will." Goodbye, <laughs> and then I leave, go home and take a nap. I would be so I'm sure I'll find out what happens at the end of this at the beginning of the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> totally, you never online. Sorry that I missed the credit teaser or whatever. Uh, so Eastside Deli, Eastside Deli, highly recommended. We'll uh, we'll go there, and then what other? Uh... Are there any good? Um, my, I like, I'm obsessed with po'boys. It's like my favorite sandwich, like fried shrimp po'boy is oh, like my, I, I had one, it. like it was my first po'boy I had in New Orleans. Uh, I've since had them in other places and they're great, but it was like, I can, I can recall that memory like it's on a video file on my computer. Like I can close my eyes and go back to being 24. In a folder entitled schoolwork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a then it, within file. that, do not open with it. Like, you know, like all the way in that, <laughs> like what the, the, when you used to have to save porn on your, the, exactly, save the yeah. uh, WMV file. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm looking for a good po' boy spot. If you're listening to the podcast. E- oh. What's it called? Little Jewel of New Orleans is in L.A.? Yes. Oh, my okay. God. You're a king. Oh, oh good to Little know. Little Jewel of New Orleans. Little Jewel, where Chris, our engineer, is telling us, Little Jewel of New Orleans. We oh will hit God. that If up. you work for Postmates, expect to hear from me soon. I will be getting that brought oh, right Oh, by the house. way, I have to take Postmates off my phone. <laughs> our uh, friend Noah, he was like, I basically took a network writing job so I could keep affording Postmates. He's like, I'm spending so much money. I don't care about delivery zones. I'm yeah, getting like $48 been, <laughs> dinners. Uh, my wife's been out of town for a week, and I Postmates three times. <laughs> I, I Postmates, oh, here's the crazy thing. I Postmates three times, Grubhub twice like, oh, sure. yeah, yeah, like yeah. i'm already doing delivery now i'm like well this place doesn't deliver but i want fat sales so. <laughs> grubhub sounds like the folder that where you keep uh your food porno or right whatever. yeah this is my uh, crank bank my grubhub <laughs> well, i haven't had fat sales we've i was just about to say you gotta have fat sales it sounds they're like not rutgers mess plates disgusting right they are finely crafted yes they are ha- they do have like roast beef right. chicken tenders mozzarella sticks or whatever but the sandwiches hold together so well and they they make it through delivery sometimes a sandwich really? is not okay over delivery because there's one there's a fat sales right by you like I hollywood and highland yeah, yeah. Uh, fountain in uh, highland yeah, it's weird that i know we both know where that fat sales i've never even eaten there one like, 800 over here is there is their phone number we're making sandwiches over here thank you jerry ferrara another one of the oh amazing God. things you've done in what your legacy life. you've left behind jeez i would i would love to do just one of the things you've accomplished in your life and you've done two of them i don't know does he actually own the tequila company or is that just something <laughs> I feel like it all blends together at that point no he forgets my turtle or my Jerry yeah. um, h- highly recommend Fat Sal's now I know this is a sandwich episode of a podcast but their buffalo chicken fries are like one of the best things Whoa. I've ever had regular fries with Frank's blue cheese it's it's like scallions. cheese fries it's like uh, diced up uh, chicken tenders uh, buffalo oh. tenders with melted oh, cheese and melted fries. blue cheese 
and uh, no, and French fries, and they manage the crispiness. So it's like poutine, but with buffalo chicken. It's like and uh, blue cheese. we'll call them buffalo nachos. You know how like Irish bu- places in New York do the like French fries with corned beef, yeah. Thousand Islands right. sauerkraut that's and cheese. The, yeah, Irish that's, nachos. This yeah. is buffalo nachos. That sounds amazing. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna go get gross. I, I have so many places to go get gross. Uh, I'm so glad that. Um, so let's well let's get stoned and overpay an Uber or overpay Postmates in the near future ASAP. It's fantastic. Can't uh, if you have sandwich recommendations, email High and Mighty Podcast at Gabrus dot com, and well uh, maybe Max and I will go try a couple more sandwiches and revisit have an episode later where we we know some more spots. So if you know L A places or chain places that have good sandwiches, or just tell us about your hometown favorite subs because we travel a lot. And if I could find myself in Michigan getting an opportunity to have a sandwich that locals love there, well we would fucking do yeah, that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Maybe we'll chew it chew it on mic, which would be repulsive. We People would just love it. I did out. a Taco Bell episode where three of us ate. Taco Bell on the mic and people were like I didn't listen to that one because yeah. I have issues with that <laughs> I couldn't have those headphones in my ears uh, so Max uh, where, can, where can people find you uh, at Max Silvestri yeah at Max Silvestri on Twitter and Instagram um, I would love to connect with you on social uh, <laughs> find me on Facebook please only add the verified page a lot of lot of, lot of fakers no there. friends no friends yeah. um, and what's the what's the name of your uh, stand up album if people want to download it uh, my stand up album is appropriately called King Piglet King Piglet um, I was trying to think if it was I couldn't remember if it was like blind pig fat pig I'm like it's something pig but don't get that it's, wrong which is based it's, off a riff it's of scummy yeah. scummy Italian Scumbag, pig bag shitweed <laughs> Italian little shitweed something like that King Piglet yeah yeah King Piglet thanks John and this January check out Recipe uh, for Deception Recipe for Deception uh, I'll be DVRing it and yeah. then uh, watching it just enough to tell you I saw yeah. something and give you just you know what part I really liked this very specific yeah, compliment I have a specific compliment of the first act of the first episode <laughs> so you know I watch it but I have no time for anything else uh, Max thanks so much uh, thanks to Chris in the booth thanks to uh, Spreaker for hosting thanks to Matt Braun for my logo thanks to Uncle Sammy Rubin the number one Jew musician for my soundtrack uh, and guys keep listening shitheads oh yay this is a good opportunity to do this rate review and subscribe do me a favor if you're not subscribed to this podcast right now while you're listening to it whether you're on your phone or your computer just go to itunes and subscribe to this fucking podcast you have no idea how much that would help me for fuck's sake i'm doing this the least i'm recording this hour for you for free the least you could do is fucking download it and subscribe holy shit is that too much to ask for sorry i love you guys bye That was a HeadGum Podcast.